Before we get into this week's episode, I want to invite you to join me for an in-person event that I'm hosting this February. It's my Vision to Action 2024 Business Day Out. I designed this event specifically for solopreneurs and micro business owners to bring us together to learn from inspiring women who've created their own dream businesses and what went into making that happen and to take you through a planning process so that you can turn your goals into an action plan and feel more focused and clear as you move through this year. Take this opportunity to meet other expert-based business owners, whether it's consultants, coaches, service providers, course creators, and creatives in person, creating new connections and perhaps even some partnerships with my curated, non-corny or intimidating mingling activities. You'll hear the candid stories, challenges, and exclusive behind-the-scenes from three incredible women business owners about how they've created their own successful businesses around their passions, their clients, and their lives. I'm joined by Christina Carlson, who's the founder and former creative director of Kiki K, which is my personal favorite place to go for stationery, pens, notebooks, oh my gosh, all the gorgeous things that I use pretty much every day in my business. And Christina is the founder of Dream Life. Also on the panel is Galinka Shadanoa. Now, you may remember Galinka from episode number 270 of this podcast, where we spoke about Galinka moving from her corporate finance career to take the leap and start her own personal styling and style coaching business. Galinka has since grown an audience of almost 100,000 followers on Instagram. So she'll be sharing what this has looked like how she's made it happen, and the realities of the behind the scenes. And thirdly on the panel is Natasha Bamblett. Now, Natasha is a First Nations woman. She's an amazing cultural facilitator, speaker, and mentor. And with two sons, Natasha has built her business around her values, her culture, her passions, her kids, her lived experience, and she speaks on stages across Australia running acknowledgements, workshops, keynotes, and she's worked with some really well-known Australian brands such as Takuba, She's on the Money, TEDx, Cecil Street, Monash University, and more. So along with this incredible panel, you'll also be guided through a workshop that I'm running to help you to turn your vision and goals into the action plan to make them happen. And this is an interactive workshop where you'll get to learn and hear the insights, questions, challenges, ideas, visions, and goals of the other attendees during this day. Now, I've run this event twice previously, and in the past, it's just been for members of the Modern Marketing Collective, and I'm really excited to open it up for you to be able to come along and join us. It's all set within a really beautiful environment that's always very important for me about the aesthetic and the feel of the space. And you're going to be enjoying a delicious lunch, morning tea and afternoon tea, all included. Tickets are on sale now at emilyosmond.com forward slash day dash out, emilyosmond.com forward slash day dash out with early bird pricing available for a limited time longer. It's happening February 22nd here in Melbourne. So go along, get your ticket. Don't miss this chance to come along in person, connect with others, hear from these incredible women and really set yourself up for 2024. I can't wait to see you there. 
Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online and build a business doing the work you love on your terms. Listen in for simple, doable strategies mixed with mindset tips and candid conversations with other entrepreneurs, all designed to help you turn your ideas into reality and share your passions with the world. Now, let's get into the show. In this episode, I'm speaking with Emma Jenkins, a registered psychologist with over 10 years of experience working with children adolescents and families providing therapy and assessment with a strengths-based, client-centered and trauma-informed approach. Since becoming a mother herself, Emma has developed a passion for supporting parent and infant mental health, especially the adjustment and mental load, social expectation and internalized shoulds that come with motherhood so often, as well as the way our own childhoods and attachment patterns can replay or influence to impact our parenting along with our romantic relationships. Emma works with online groups to nurture and empower mothers to carve out a motherhood of their own, beyond the rules and the mouse wheel, towards their own unique joy from the centre of them that they always dreamt of with their baby. I've had the pleasure of working with Emma through my membership, the Modern Marketing Collective, and at my retreat, the Elevate Business Retreat. In this episode, we discuss how Emma's business came to be, the changes and bold moves that she's made over time, plus how she set and achieved a really exciting, fun goal in her business of taking her family to Disney World. You'll find Emma online at nurturenaturesydney.com.au. And without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Emma Jenkins. Emma, thank you so much for being here today. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, absolutely. Now, do you want to start off with introducing who you are, what you do? Um, and you can answer that however you like as well and include anything. <laughs> oh man, so many hats, isn't I there know. actually? Yeah. Good answer that so many different ways, but I'm Emma. I'm a psychologist and I'm a mom of two boys. They're six and three. I'm also technically a teacher, like an educator. I don't work in, as a school teacher, but I have a little bit in the past. And yeah, I work with a whole population of different people, but I focus a lot on mothers and maternal mental health and infant mental health is a big passion area of mine. So I offer, yeah, psychology services um, and I spend my days just navigating my work with my family and all kinds of things. Yeah. So I've got other other labels I could have used. I'm sure there's so many. <laughs> exactly. And it depends on um, the context of the conversation, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Mm. We were saying, um, and I don't know if you want to share this, Emma, but about how you're one of the people that love school holidays and they've just wrapped yes, up I and you're do. like, oh. I know, I miss my baby so much. Yeah, he's in year one. We have such a fun time in the school holidays, although we often tend to get sick, which kind of puts a bit of a spanner in the work. So I feel like, yeah, you, you burn yourself out all term going to school and then, yeah. you know, the school holidays hits you and your body's like, yeah. no, thanks. I'll just stop. I'll just I'll just have to catch up on all that sickness that I've been yeah. <laughs> biting off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, we love school holidays. So it's over, but that's okay. I enjoy my work and I do feel, I do get really excited about coming back to work. So there's always that balance of, um, yeah, sadness and excitement. Yeah. So Emma, you're a psychologist Mm -hmm. and you have your own business. Yeah. Where did that come from? Have you always had your own business or have you worked for other people? 
Yeah, so I still currently also work a couple of days a week in a school as a school counsellor, but that's something I've done for many years, like over a, a decade and have had mat leaves and things like that along the way. But my business is so interesting. Like when I was thinking about this podcast, yeah. I just was <laughs> reflecting on how far I've come. And even since I met you, Em, like, God, back then I was offering kind of different services and I yeah. think I was really psyching myself up and trying to feel ready to do um, more things and to offer different things. But yeah, my, my business started, I guess, after I had my first son and he was coming up to, it was coming up to the time that, you know, he was getting a little bit more independent. And so I was at that kind of time in my matrescence journey, if you've heard that, you know, matrescence yes, of that, yes. yeah, like shift into motherhood and how that affects you at different times. And I believe it continues, but um, yeah, he, I think it would have been about eight months or 10 months. And I, we had been going to Kanga training together, which is a mums and yeah. babies exercise class. And there was a opportunity, an opportunity to go and do the Kanga training instructor course so I could become an instructor myself. So basically that was my first ever business endeavor. Like I, I went and did the training and I had to travel to Melbourne. I'm in Sydney. So my son and I went to Melbourne for five days and did that course pretty intensively. Wow. So just me and him for that week. And mm. like, it was such a beautiful adventure for us to go on. And I just learned so much about postnatal physical um, well-being. And yeah, I guess my passion in that was always... Uh, mother's mental health and supporting yeah. parents in my community and bringing that back in that aspect. Mm. So I ran Kanga training for five years, actually. I only wow. stopped, stopped about a year ago now. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, that's the thing. So I was doing that and then I started to layer on top and started to get brave and um, offer different things in my business. I think when I joined you, I was really focusing on the baby wearing aspect of that. So I was teaching and doing little specialized one-to-one consults with baby wearing consulting and making sure people were comfortable in their carriers and, you know, very niche, (laughs) very niche area. Um, and quite a demand actually, like I've still got people who ask me about that and who've come across me. I love a good niche. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Come across me on my website Mm. with blogs I've written about baby wearing and things like that. And I still love it. So I'll do it when I can, but I'm trying to, you know, prioritize other services that I offer. Yes. So I think I read just Emma Jenkins psychology two years ago, um, as in I started to say, okay, I'm going to really, you know, knuckle down here and offer the services that I know I can provide that are things I've been doing for so long, just in different contexts, you know, in a school. And yeah, so I've been a psychologist for a long time, but I haven't ever started to offer that in my business until the lockdowns started really and telehealth became an option. And so yeah, online services, um, were a lot more in demand, which was like exciting for me, even though that was happening amongst yeah. that challenge of, exactly. of the lockdown period. Um, yeah. Did that answer that question? I feel like I went on a big yeah. tangent. It's, but this is the thing. Business yeah. is often that kind of winding road and then we stop off over yeah. here and then we're like, oh, let's jump back on and move over here. So yeah. um, what do you offer in your business now, Emma? What are your yeah. different offerings? Yeah, so now I offer like psychology services. So one-to-one counseling and therapy and assessment yeah for children, adolescents um, with learning difficulties or just to, yeah, assess learning profiles and things like that for school. And obviously that's an area I've worked in for a long time. So it's like bread and butter, but I really love um, the refocus that I'm I'm doing, you know, the last couple of years has really been in the perinatal period. So uh, mums and dads and just that real focus on like infant mental health. And I feel like Mm -hmm. it has been like an evolution of working in schools, working with children, yes. working with mothers, and then realizing, um, yeah, just how how much work you know we can do together, and how deep 
um, some of these processes are that start to happen when we have our babies and suddenly all these things start bubbling up to the surface. Oh, yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> that, I'm in yeah, it right now. <laughs> and you're like, oh, actually, well. I've been still all day for the first time in like, you know, my whole life. And then you're thinking all the time and you're going, what? Oh, so that's not just me. I'm like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah, you get these weird emotions and you're like, I don't know what's happening. And, yeah, okay. So yep. interesting. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yep, yep. That oh, sounds yeah. familiar. <laughs> yeah. So I offer, so the answer was, yeah, one to one psychology sessions and also online group programs, which is what I'm like. It just oh, just lights me up, and I'm just finding yes. ways to, I guess, fit that in, and um, not not just fit it in, but I'm also looking at how I've run it in the past, and mm. just reassessing that, and thinking, okay, how can we just tweak this? And it's been amazing. I've done two rounds of my online group for mums, and I'm looking at starting one for couples called Becoming yes. Us. That'll be oh, hopefully so coming good. out soon as well. Yes, yeah, so I feel like my my vision for the future is very. Um, I love the group stuff and I feel like that suits me very well given school background and teaching background and then everything coming together in that way. Um, what is that vision, Emma? That's like my favourite question to ask people. So would you like to share some or all of yours? What does that, oh, yeah. um, with what you're doing now and building it up and attracting amazing people to work with you and then through your group programs, what is, where do you want to take the business? What does that look like? Yeah, I definitely think I'd love to have mostly group work like just you know mm. and even I, I love your model Emily to be honest like mm. and it's something that's really been I've been thinking about because yeah. some of the people who were in my last round of my group called the Nurtured Mother Collective you know a lot of them actually want to come back and do it again so yes. I'm like well that's awesome like they loved it yes. and they obviously took a lot of value from it and they loved connecting together and yeah. things like that um but maybe that's also speaking to this is more of a long-term yeah you know, some of these concepts are things we can keep revisiting. Yeah, of course it is. And, you know, as a psychologist, I know that people can continue to come back for sessions. And even if you're just kind of recapping and reconsolidating Mm. stuff that you've done before, that's really, really powerful stuff. And for them to have that space to even just to stop and think, where am I this week? Like, how's my my week been as a mum? And if I'm working and all of the other load that Mm. we carry. Um, Yeah. So I think, I think I'd love to have a week where you know, I have time to go to all my kids stuff uh, at school. And I was like, just saying this morning, I went to the Mother's Day stall at my son's school and I helped out there. And that's totally like my dreams of what I wanted to do, you know, and that I can do that amongst having clients. Like normally Mondays would be a client day. So yeah, I can just schedule that how I want. And that's amazing. I can pinch myself all the time at how, Mm. how cool that is. So I think, yeah, having more of a um, ongoing I don't really know some some way of like onboarding people ongoingly and seeing what we can do in terms of structure of groups, um, just really diversifying that yeah. practice and the way that I offer psychology services, which I think is so needed because we're really under, I don't know, I guess there's not a lot of psychologists out there and, yeah. you know, people constantly keep hearing about um, wait lists. Yeah, there's so mm. many millions of people waiting and <laughs> So scary. And yeah, think as well, Emma, there's different ways to set up um set up programs and set up groups. And sometimes um and it depends as well on your own preferences and your own yeah. personality style and what works for you at this current phase in life. Yeah. And um one way to do it, I see, is almost be there to help people learn the things. But then we can also be there to help them learn the things and be that as they implement. Yes, totally. And come up against the challenges. Yeah. Come up 
get the wins, you know, all of those things. And, and it's a cycle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like business. It's hard mm. and then it's amazing. And then it's yeah. all these different things. Yeah. And um, and then there's so much to be said for just knowing and recognizing and realizing that we're not alone. So when we create communities, yeah. it helps us realize. And I can see this so much for your clients, your mom. Oh, so powerful. Yeah. For them to see, oh, I thought it was just me that yes. was struggling here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're so set me. up like that as a society. Like oh we're really gosh. isolated, and I had to know, be, like I almost get kicked out of. I took Lando to Baby Sensory last week yes. for the first session, and me and one Just of the hang other out ones for so long. After. Oh my gosh! Afterwards, and the lady was like, "Oh, Emily, so um, we're starting the next class soon." I mean, the other <laughs> mum were like, "Okay, I guess we better leave." Well, I know, but it's so needed. Like those spaces where we can come together. Mm-hmm. Like we just don't. Have, I mean, obviously, yeah, we can take our babies to things like that, and that's mm-hmm. amazing. And I, that's Kanga training. What that was for me was mm-hmm. all about that. And I think, yeah, just if we can keep providing more and to, you know, to speak about these things that are so often not discussed and not labelled and, Mm. you know, even our feelings in motherhood, like we're so... we, I think we just, as mothers, we want to cherish every minute. And of yeah. course that makes so much sense. But when we're not, then we feel like we can't share mm. or um, there's just no one around. To oh my, share. And me, myself and one of the other mums at the group, we're just like, it's kind of boring sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thank you for saying that. Because, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, sometimes that. it is. It's like, gosh, I've got the whole afternoon. We've been on a walk. We've done lots of it. Like, what do I do now? What else now? Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that's what business is for me too. Like, yeah, in yes. terms of especially lockdowns, like I think mm. having a podcast in or listening to one of your courses, you know, yeah. just having that kind of, well, I'm making my morning yeah. coffee and everyone's just waking that's up for so the day good. just sets my whole mood at a different level and I feel much better and I'm much more able to be present for my children when I've done something for me. So everybody's different, but I find that Mm -hmm. that's really, really powerful to do something that's just for me, like just filling my cup. And it's not actually because I have to serve someone else. It's just, okay, I'm important too. And I'm a human. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Now you've um, set up and more and more so by the sounds of it, setting up your business around the other things that you love in life, being a big part of that, being your family. Um, And I know that you had a great, um, a huge win at the end of last year, something that you decided to do. Would you like to share that? I just think it's yeah, sure. such uh, such an amazing thing and so inspiring and so fun. Oh my gosh, I'm still coming down off that high. It's really crazy. Yeah, I'm so, totally addicted. So I set myself a goal uh, last year to save $20,000 for a Disneyland holiday for my family. <laughs> I actually can't believe that we actually did that. That is so wild. Yeah. And it was just so, so amazing. Like we went away on Christmas day and we went just for two and a half weeks and I just can't even describe like not even Mm. for my kids, just for me, like (laughs) for me to be there and just be having so much fun. And I feel like every time I see Disney paraphernalia, because it's their hundred years, I'm sure you've seen it. It's everywhere at the the shops at the moment. And I'm like, I just need to go back again. Um, Yes. But that was a really cool little milestone in my business. I feel like because I did, did all of that from my business um, savings and I really, yes, set those goals. And I I totally was from from one of the modules in the modern marketing collective where you just talked about money and it's so like, yeah, it's just, okay, have a structure. Think about how much you mm. want to be bringing in. What are your expenses? Obviously, this yeah. is very basic stuff, but. But we don't <laughs> but, do it. No, this and when thing. you just say it out loud and yeah. when you say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I wrote yes. it down and I said, you know, I think at the beginning of the year, it was like, I'm going to just do $500 a week mm. um, and put that into this account that's called holiday, do not touch. Yes. Oh, I love it. 
And so I did that. And then we ended up having a bit of a hiccup because we had to do some renovations on the house. Um, So I had to readjust my goal and I said, okay, it's a thousand dollars a week. Let's do it. And I did it. I was like, wow. It was so like, I felt proud of myself. Oh, and as you should be. Yeah. And I think like, as you have found firsthand, there's so much power in us getting clear on what we want and then doing Mm -hmm. the tracking and being like, right, what does that actually break down to? Okay. How many clients is that? How much money is that? Where am I at with that? And it gives us yeah. that little challenge for ourselves to be like, right, I just need one more. I need. Oh, a- absolutely. And it was so good to just have that in stone. Like, okay, well, I need just one more client this week. And then you also know what you can mm. say no to. And yeah. Um, yeah, that was really, really helpful for me last year. And then this year, I feel like my goals slightly shifted as in just retuning in back to me mm. and back to, you know, how I was feeling about everything yeah. and deciding, like you said, based on how, yes. what are my values? What do I want to yeah. be spending my time on this year? Yeah. And I felt that because I had those goals, it was really, really good. And I got to do that incredible holiday with my mm. family. It's like just never even thought of doing, but it was so cool. Um, and then started the year kind of at that pace where you're like, okay, yeah. I've had back to back and then I've had this holiday. Yeah. So I just needed to reset a little bit and say, mm. I'm just going to soften, like soften is my word of the year. Yeah. So oh, I like that. Um, mm. yeah, like how I just wanted to show up with clients um, and with my family and also just in terms of scheduling, mm. just, you know, a little bit back more to that, like feminine flow and yeah. thinking about how I actually need things to look. So mm. it's so amazing that I have that flexibility. I can just decide um, what my body needs. So and I feel like amazing. things flow a lot better from that, that mm. point as well. Yeah for sure. Mm. Now, how do you, so you reached that goal, you made that money, you did the thing, you went to <laughs> overseas. Is it Disneyland? I was going yeah, to yeah, yeah. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. Disney World. Yeah. In LA. Um, Anaheim, yeah. LA. <laughs> now, how did, for the listeners, what has worked for you in terms mm. of getting your brand out there and attracting clients? Yeah. I feel like one thing is, is um just the connection, like, you know, just having actual real connections. And for me, Instagram has been really pivotal. Um, yeah. In terms of making connections, like with other psychologists Mm -hmm. and other health professionals and also just other women in business. Um, and of course my clients. So being on Instagram, being visible and actually being brave enough to (laughs) shop on the camera and speak to the camera and those kind of things, which if you asked me this stuff, you know, three years ago, I would have been like, Oh, really? That's really scary. And I don't know if I could ever do that. Yeah, but every time I show up on stories and share, I mean, it's a bit tricky because as a psych, there are some extra like boundaries that you have to put in place and obviously being cautious about ethics and making sure that you're showing up in a way that's, yeah, really in alignment with the profession and everything like that. Um, So not not speaking about like obviously you don't talk about clients, but you you can sort of share like what I'm doing this week and um, sharing just different ways that, you've noticed, um, I guess, trends going in, in the people that you've spoken okay, to or yeah. it, that, that might not even be clients. It might just be yeah. other mums on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So showing up, what else would I say? Um, email marketing. I feel like I'm still, yeah. I'm still figuring out how to do that really consistently, but when that has been on, it's been mm. really good. Like that's how mm. I sold my my courses, I think by just consistently showing up on emails and providing lots of value. So it's not just a selling email. It's like, you know, yeah, whatever concept, mother guilt in motherhood or burnout or perfectionism, which are things I really love to talk about. Mm. Um, Yeah. Just sharing things that might be helpful for people in those ways. I have to say, I'm finally going to give, put up a new 
um, free download on my website because mm-hmm. the one I have is still about baby wearing. So okay, I've, yeah, this is good. I, we can move past that yeah. one on to the next. Awesome. I think because I had you, you as the due date, I was like, okay, ah. I, need to, I need to have this done so I can say it out loud on the podcast. Good, good. Sometimes <laughs> those be, deadlines are good, aren't they? They're yeah, helpful about um, identity rediscovery and motherhood. So that'll be good. Um, yeah, but I think just um, consistency, like showing up, and and yeah. doesn't have to be like every day, but I just feel like I know within me that I'm not going to give up. Like this will just continue to go and grow. And do you know how powerful that is to have that belief? Yeah. Because I think I'm the same and I'm just like, I'm in this for. Yeah. So I'm not giving up and I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. And okay. That thing didn't work. So I'm going to try something else now. Yeah. Mm, I love that idea powerful. of like um, treating a business like kind of like a puzzle or a game. Yes. And yeah, I know that's like a really privileged yes. position to come from because I'm allowed Absolutely. to say, you know, mm. but also it just takes off uh, like I guess the emotions that you attach yeah. to things or I don't know, it just makes it so much fun. It's like, okay, what can mm. what can happen here? Let's see. Mm. It's like a Pandora's box. So open yeah. it up and just yeah. go exploring and have fun. Yeah. And, re- and I think knowing as well that it's not all working out for everyone. Like this is just part of business that you're going to yeah. do things that don't always work or don't work as you hoped or yeah. content that you thought was awesome and your audience like, ah, oh, but they love this thing that you did over here that you created in two minutes, whereas the other one took you 20 minutes or whatever it might be. It's <laughs> yeah. just, um, it's just continuous experimentation and learning. Mm, yes, exactly. Yeah. What, Emma, what's been, um, the most challenging thing or things for you in terms of building your business? Yeah, I feel like I've, I've, yeah, there are a few. I I mean, Mm. a big one for me is like multitasking and, Mm. you know, this does come bring in like the whole care career conundrum as like, you know, in motherhood as a social thing where we're expected Mm. to kind of be the ultimate care for our children and never yeah. do anything that's um, putting them second or, yeah. you know, we're available 24-7 and we give everything to our, our care work. Um, and then the other side of it, which is having a career and feeling like we want to be contributing in some way or, yes. yeah, being productive or being um, economically, you know, bringing money in and yes. that kind of thing. So just, yeah, figuring out ways to give my energy to whichever side I'm in and mm. just be fully in that side yeah. so that it's not everything's not bleeding out into it into each other but sometimes it does you know it just has to be the case especially when you've got your children with you all the time um which was the case in lockdown and mm-hmm. you know goodness. yeah so those those yeah. times were definitely I mean they were both good and challenging for me because they opened up some freedom but they also yeah, yeah of course you're doing all that care work um so intensively Gosh. and without help and without being able to rely on childcare or any of that stuff. So that was kind of a challenge. Huge thing. Yeah. And then I think the other, the other one is just burnout, like working out a way that I can have sustainability so I can do things Mm. that are actually on my watch, not because people are saying this is when I can come or this is when the group would work for me. And I have to kind of stop and step back and just think, okay, how am I going to make this work? And, you know, with launching, trying to give some of that workload to somebody else and not being afraid of passing on responsibility to someone else. Yeah. yeah, So, because I think I got a little bit burnt out probably with both of my launches of my group, just doing it so much and like an around the clock Mm. and thinking about it all, like that mental load that you carry when you're launching. So yeah, uh, yeah, just finding some sustainability, I guess is a, a challenge. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it does. It's a, it's can be so much energy doing that. Um, yeah. So finding ways that's going to make it easier and also looking at that model. And I like the way that you're going with that in terms of potential shifts to the model of what yes. that might look like with your program. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. So good. Have we covered your biggest win? Has that um, been your most Disney, favorite thing? The Disneyland one was pretty big, yeah. But I think I had it, my biggest, like, something that felt very exciting was just when I sold out the second round of my, oh my gosh, my online program. So, because I think I was having so much imposter syndrome and, mm. ugh, like, the first one took me so much bravery and I was in your yes. scalable course when it was just a little course. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, back then I was like, oh, just charge $50. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I probably was like, what? do a bit more than that <laughs> yeah because it was just such it's such a different mindset and I think you know in my head at that time it was a totally different course as well yeah I'm so sorry um yeah what ended up coming out was a whole big yeah like it probably needs to be longer than 12 weeks really mm. um anyway but I think yeah I was so so like happy that I had done the first round and then I increased my price because the first round was more like a pilot just to test yeah. test it out and see how it would go. Yeah. Um, yeah, increased my price by like more than twice and mm. still like I wanted eight people and I, I got eight people yes. and just how much they took from that. Like yeah. I actually, it's just warming my body to think about it. Like, mm. yeah, the things that they were saying, you know, every mother needs to come and do this and, it's you know. the best. Yeah. Yes. So I think that was probably a huge win. Um, mm. Yes, those two would be, I reckon, my big ones. And I think as well, Emma, that first launch is so much about for us just doing the launch. Yes. Like it's just like we just have to get through that. Get and out of like, your own way. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like the kids' book, <laughs> um, We're Going on a Bear Hunt. Do you know oh, that yes. one? Yeah. It's like you can't go over it. You can't go under it. I know we all want to, it. but you just got to go through it and yes. get that launch done because it's yeah. going to bring up so much for a lot of us, so much mindset mm-hmm. stuff. There's a lot to learn yes. and get it all pieced together. But once we've done that, then the next one just becomes that bit easier and we have a little bit more understanding of what goes mm-hmm. into it. Yes. Um, yeah, totally. So. Yeah. So I feel like that'll be the same for my third one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I just have to do a little bit of tweaking and see how we're going to run it. It probably will be a longer, longer form, um, type of thing. So yeah. And we can chat more about that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, so good, Emma. Well, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your business and how you've been building that over the times and, um, your biggest wins, some of the challenges that you've had along the way, and also how you are working your marketing in a way that works for you Mm. and that attracts just the most amazing people that you love to work with. So I appreciate you being here and sharing that. Is there anything else that you wanted to say? Well, I just, I guess for people who are listening, because I imagine your listeners are people who are considering or already in business. And Mm. I think just go for it, like find a way that it works for you. Don't feel like you have to try to fit the molds that everybody else you know, wants you to fit. And I also love the idea of just like follow the breadcrumbs one step at a time, continuing to check in with yourself and like, does this feel right? What can I tweak? And then I'll take another step forward. It's not like, don't be stuck in that, in that thought process, but um, yeah, just doing that tuning in. And I think you talk about things like that, Emily, too, which Mm. I always love showing up to your coaching calls because I get little nuggets like that, which just go, oh yeah, that's right. I can do this. Let's go move forward. Yeah. So good to hear Emma. Well, thank you again for being here and I'm excited for the next phase in your business. Thank you so much. And thanks for all your support always. Oh, absolutely. Where can everyone go to find you? So I'm on Instagram as nurtured underscore by Emma Jenkins. And yeah, that's probably the best way to 
find me because you can find all my links to my website and things on there. And I will be putting up that little freebie that's about <laughs> rediscovering your identity and motherhood. So, mm. and I'll be, I'll be sharing stuff. I'm going to do like a 10 day thing where I share some ways to strengthen your connection with your little ones. Cause that's what some of my audience on Instagram were asking for. So yeah, those oh, two I things will be coming that. out soon. Do you know what I have in my, um, on my bookshelf that I haven't looked at yet, but, um, it's actually a book about the love languages for children. Yeah, that's a beautiful one. Yeah. yeah. I might have mentioned that a while ago. But anyway, I need to, I want to have a bit of a look at it. Yeah, have a really look. Cute. It's nice. It's fun to do. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you again and uh, look forward to chatting soon. Awesome. Thanks, Emily. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Emily Osmond Show. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down past all the episodes to where you find ratings and reviews. Tap write a review and be sure to include your name or business name so I can give you a shout out too. You'll find my latest resources at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You have got this and we'll speak soon.